It's more confusing than inception. Harder than an erection. It's cooler than Andre 3000. Oh, let's get ready for Sweet Connection. Hello and welcome to Sweet Connection. I'm your host, Kat. It's with me today. It's Jason Lewis. Jason, how you doing? You know, the more times you do that intro, the more depressed you sound. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to Sweet Connection. Oh. Kat is here. With me again, it's Jason. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Are, are you alright? I'm doing very well, thank are you. Are you alright? I mean, physically, yes. Emotionally, no, but who cares about that? Yeah, it's the internet. No Men cares, don't mate. talk about their feelings, nor should they. They should keep it full bottled up. Until they go on a murderous rampage um, before turning the gun on themselves. Oh That's how <laughs> mental health is, right? I'm not afraid to say that. Yeah, oh my god. You, you are so correct. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're wrong. If anyone's feeling down, email the show. <laughs> I don't think that's going to help them laughing? with their depression. No, no, no. We're, we're here as a team. Yeah. The, the, connect, the connections that we make are for life. Yeah. But if you insult me, go fuck yourself. You can't play it. I'm not, nah. No. No. <laughs> you can't just do like a sort of general Generic, go fuck yourself. It has to be someone who, might, someone who might email us about their feelings. I've just said that too. Um, <laughs> Who's talking to you? No, you depressed serious, man. In go all seriousness, if you're down, email us. Well, that's a very... Uh, we'll chat. That's a very depressing start to the show. Anyway, moving on. Well, it's on. your fault. <laughs> um, speaking of things that are depressing, Jason, did you know it's actually past your one-year anniversary of doing the show? Do you, you know started what? I feel a year older. You, sta- you started the show on the 31st of October, 2018. Because I remember you texted me in like July saying, do I want to do it? I think July or August. So there's a bit of a... Bit of a gap there. Yeah, well, there's negotiations weren't there and <laughs> contracts to sign and yes. was it waivers to sign and um, I'm I'm glad I'm here. So yeah, that's... have I made any money in a year? No. <laughs> have I gained weight in a year? Yes. yes. <laughs> have I made people laugh in a year? Possibly. A lot. We'll never know. A lot more than you did. We'll never know. <laughs> a lot more than the previous hosts did. So uh, yeah, this is like supermarket sweep. You're Dale Winton and I'm Rylan. Isn't he dead? Dale, Dale Winton's Winton. dead. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> But Ryland's revamped the show. Okay, so I'm a dead camp guy, and you're an alive camp guy. Yeah. Both very tanned. Both annoying in their own ways. I fucking hate Ryland, by the way. I fucking love him. I think he's great. That sums you up, doesn't it? I think he's great. Why don't you explain to the listeners who Ryland is? So I don't like where Ryland came from. Which was? X Factor. Right. With Simon Cowell. He couldn't sing. However, hosting TV programmes is quality at. Okay. Supermarket Sweep, winner. The section on this morning, winner. Soon to be hosting Ready Steady Cook, I'll watch it. Winner. Is winner. that show still going? Which one? Ready Steady Cook. It's coming back. I've not heard that show's name in about 15 years. One time. It used to be a good show. Yeah, one time when I was 15, I was quite ill and I slept for like a long period of time, like 16 hours. Right. And when I woke up, it was like three in the morning. And I just watched four hours worth of back-to-back of Ready, Steady, Cook on YouTube. And every time I think about it, it makes me really happy. <laughs> I just wish I had four hours spare of my day now okay. to watch Ready, Steady, Cook. Probably one of the happiest memories of my life was actually only a few months ago when I just watched The Chase for about four hours on a Sunday <laughs> drinking beer. So 
Brilliant. In a way, we're similar. We both like to watch repeats of old shows. On that, oh my god, talk about watching old TV shows. I watched an episode of Millionaire on YouTube. Yeah. And you're not guessing who the contestant was? I don't know. You? The Beast. Me. Oh, was he? Yeah. He was on. It was being. I think he won 125 grand. So the Chaser, the Beast. Yeah. From the Chase, originally went on. He was being Millionaire in like oh. 2003. That's not bad. He used to be a supply teacher. Did you know Did that? he? I didn't know yeah. that. That's what he said on the show. I know that he uh, has married his first cousin. Yeah. But to be when fair... When he was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Was he, he a lot thinner? He was single. He obviously met his cousin on... And he did say on the... At like a family show, event. He hopes the show will help him find love. Turns out it was a family Christmas that he found love. <laughs> um, uh. So, uh, Jason, it's um, it's nearly fireworks night in the UK. Yeah. That is tomorrow. Obviously, we've, we have had tomorrow, some fireworks. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's the fourth today, so... Yeah. Remember, remember the fifth of November. Oh, I didn't. You didn't, didn't you, dickhead? <laughs> so, what, what is fireworks night, Jason? Do you like fireworks? Um, I have to put this out there. Yeah, I actually remember talking about this on my first show over a year ago. And what did you say? I can't remember exactly. <laughs> I remember we Let's do it from it. scratch now. Right. So, if, guys, if, if you're uh, if you're thinking, I've heard this before. Go back to episode ten, and let's just <laughs> see how different what I said is. About what I'm about let's to say, <laughs> and let's see if in a year I've learned about life. <laughs> okay, tell me, so, tell uh, me who Guy Fawkes is. Guy Fawkes isn't the man who actually planted the bombs under Parliament. He was the man who had to guard the bombs. Yes, um, but there was a plan to take down the government. Uh, okay, which king was he trying to kill? Oh, you get points for this. Yeah. Richard the first. No. He, he was like 700 years before James the first was who was he close. was trying to, you were not close <laughs> <laughs> you got the first bit right as in he was yeah. the first of his name yeah um, and then they caught him they burned him at the stake they didn't burn him at the stake you're thinking of Joan of Arc <laughs> they, they didn't burn bur- that's why we have they must have burned they him they didn't burn him alright oh, so why do we burn him he was hung he him? was hung drawn and quartered so why do we burn him I don't him? know why don't we just hung Drawn and caught some randomer. <laughs> Something that happened just after last week's show, or not last week's, the uh, last fortnight show, um, which I thought was amazing, and I need to share it with you, purely as therapy for me. It scarred me. <laughs> it's the, one of the worst things I've seen in my life, and I've okay. seen some bad things. Okay. It was a TV show on Channel 5. I haven't watched Channel 5. Since I was about five, <laughs> right? Milkshake TV. The last, the last. That's, that's why I was Shadow Five now. The last show that I watched on Channel Five was called "The Man Whose Arms Exploded." Okay, that's I a pretty catchy title. I away with my mum. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Only because she wanted to watch it whilst I was eating the dinner. What about Neighbours? Neighbours. Is that Channel Five or is that Channel Four? Uh, that was Channel Four. That used to come on for the. But it's now Channel Five. Five. Yeah, I'm yeah. so confused. I think. Anyway, Channel Five. I haven't watched that in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Frankly, most of their shows are terrible, including this show, which I'm about to explain to you. It's one of those countdown shows. You know, like the top 100 most awkward TV moments. Or something. Oh, didn't they have one that was like um, the worst top mo- Britain's favorite crisps? Or was that on Channel? 5? What is that show about? Yeah, there was there was a series. It was favorite crisps, favorite <laughs> chocolate. I think favorite. Like favourite dogs. Yeah, stuff like that. Dogs yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, this show was the worst TV moments of the noughties. Okay. So, so the worst TV moments from the 2000s, right? 2000s, turns out, was pretty piss poor for television. Yeah. Okay, so I just want to speak to you about the uh, the number one and the number two worst TV moments. Okay. The one which I think is horrific, they get this guy and they hypnotise him into thinking he's invisible. And then they just watch... 
to see what he does. Alright, so he's sitting in the middle of this uh, restaurant. Now, the whole restaurant um, are in on this, okay? okay? So they're actors, and they're going to pretend that the guy's invisible. And then this, like, bell goes off, and that's his mental hypnosis cue to thinking he's invisible. Well, he thinks he's invisible, and he walks past someone, and he waves their hand in their face. They don't react. He's like, oh my god, I'm invisible. What do you think the first thing he does is? Rob someone. No. Oh, he doesn't like get his dick out, does he? He he crawls underneath a set of girls' tables to try and pick up their skirts. Did they react? They must have reacted. They reacted to that. But then, weirdly after that, after clearly he knows that they know he's not invisible, he then literally goes behind a barmaid puts his arms around her chest and just gropes her. Oh my god. And it's the most awkward and horrific TV I've ever did they, watched. Did they, like, show him... So it turns out that they didn't actually vet him and he, he has a history of, of doing shit oh like god. this. You don't That's get why a TV guy... guidelines came in. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't find a guy who has a history of sexual assault and then force him into That's thinking bad, he's invisible. What happened? Did they, like, wake him up and then show they him They had to stop done, the or... show. No, he was fully aware of this. Yeah, they just had to stop it and like, Is it and live? like the whole show. It wasn't live, I don't think. It was awful. The first thing he does sticks his head in between a girl's legs. Bloody Shocking. Yeah. A second worst one. It's a game show where you have one handsome guy and then you have four women. Three of them are in a relationship. One of them's not. All four of them have to convince the handsome guy. That they're the single one. Right. So that they win money. But they've also, of the three women who have got partners, they have them backstage looking at everything. So they go on, like, dates with him. Yeah. And it gets super weird. And they have to do, like, a lap dance for him. And they share the same bed with him while their partner's looking on. So it, there, there was a very awkward moment. Why would anyone go on that? I don't it? know. It, it was the 2000s. Yeah. It's a weird There's time a to be alive. <laughs> We had very little good TV, so we watched shit like this. So you, so you had a situation where this random handsome guy is getting a lap dance of a fully naked woman while her, while her husband is backstage looking at this with his head in his hands. Yeah. And also, one of them wanks him off under the duvet. And you see movement around it the groin area. Money, around they? the groin area while her husband is like... Going mental <laughs> backstage. Yeah. How about what was the prize money? I don't know. Probably only like five grand or something shit like that. You've won a used car. Ah, <laughs> oh, you lost. Here's what you could have won: a caravan, a Nissan Micra. Oh. So I'm glad we're not in that era. There was anymore. a program that I remember watching. But it was a bit. It was a dating program, but they were only allowed to date someone in a pitch black room. <laughs> so it was a bit like. Um, it's like blind date. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But, <laughs> literally um, blind date. Literally, you'd have a date in the dark, and then you'd turn the lights on and be like, oh, yeah, I do like it. A bit what like The it, Voice. What was it called? Was it called Dating in the Dark? Probably. Because I vaguely remember that as well. Yeah. I don't know why I just thought of it, but I remember there was one part of it where they were allowed to go through the other person's stuff like during the day. And I don't know why I always think this, but there was a scene where it's like, oh, he rolls his toothpaste up. That means he doesn't like waste. He's a good man. And ever since then, I've rolled my toothpaste up. Because I'm a good man. <laughs> okay. Life lesson. I think that's your version of my clock story. Because that's really not a very interesting oh, story. Uh, you know what, Ben? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Sweet connection telling you to go and fuck yourself.
joking. I take it back. No, you can't take any of these back. Good cup of tea, by the way. Anyway, so... It's about time you learn how to make a decent tea. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so you said that you wanted to tell a story on this show. Oh. The floor is yours. No, no pressure, no. but if you tell a bad story, <laughs> people will email in. I'll save an email for later. <laughs> yes. Do you want I'm to nervous now. So I was be. at... I'm going to criticise your story while halfway through you're trying to tell it. Okay. <clears throat> Picture this. It's a cool, crisp Sunday mid-morning. We go to a local event. I'll just tell it normally. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, Jesus. so we're at this farm show. I think it was a farm show. It was full of owls and cows and alpacas and stuff. And <laughs> what like sort of farm of... do you tell? They've got owls, cows and alpacas. What was it? It was, it was, it was the show. It was a, I can't remember. Um, and there's some bloke trying to milk an owl. Um, and anyway, there's a dog show and my dog came second for the best boys over 15 inches. <laughs> dog size not penis size um, but there was like these, there's all these stands in the stalls and stuff and like you always do you get some charity stands that try to get you to sign up with like Blue Cross or stuff like yeah. that there was the Battersea Dogs Home one yeah and which is a good cause which is a good cause which is a good cause and I felt generous this day yeah. and the guy approached me I was like hi blah 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 we're doing this this fundraising event um, Paul O'Grady actually came up with the idea based off the TV show to raise money for Battersea mm-hmm. um and he said, what it is, it's a bit like postcode lottery. And I was like, tell me more. So obviously it's like a random draw. It's like a weekly draw that you can win like 600 quid. They do a prize draw once a month where you can win like 10 grand. Right. So I thought, not many people will sign up to this. I'm going to win. Okay. And I was like, and it's only like £4.38 a month. Anyone listening who wants to sign up, sign up. I've done it all, filled it all out. The guy was like, yeah, great. You're, cheers, mate. This is amazing sort of thing. I signed up, went on my merry way, thought... I'm going to spend £4.38, but don't worry, I'm going to win ten grand. I know I'm going to win. <laughs> I'm going to win. I'm already spending the money in my head. <laughs> and I'm thinking I'm going to win ten grand. adopt six dogs from Battersea Dogs Home. So you have already quit your job. You say, you know what, boss? You're a shit boss. You know what? Right. I'm going to win the money I've each month. I've got ten grand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to win ten grand a month for the next 60 years. And it's only going to cost me £4.38 a month. Anyway. Yeah, profit. Um, so I've spent the money. I've, you know... Built up my hopes and dreams. What did you want to spend the money on? What are you spending it on in your head? Hot tub. Dogs? A dogs, hot tub. Nice, yeah. Holidays uh, and helping helping the homeless. <laughs> uh, and uh, One of those is a lie. <laughs> can, if you can tell what it is, email in. Oh, oh it's a hot tub. Yeah. Um, and yeah, a couple of days pass, I get, I get a phone call. I'm like, oh, I've won already? Because the guy, the guy was like, um, yeah, we're starting the draw right away. You'll get two calls if you win. Like you, he said, expect two calls. One of them to be fake if registering. And one of them could be if you win. I was like, that's what's going to happen. The phone rings. I answer it. Hi, is this Mr. Lewis? Blah, 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 blah. Got fancy dog's home. Um, can we just confirm your age, please? I went, yeah, yeah. I'm 24. I'm ever so sorry. You have to be minimum 25 to join the competition. <laughs> My life fell apart. The words I didn't want what to did hear. You, just say you, you are too young to enter. Well, how am I supposed what to know? What competition is it? That you have to be over you... twenty-five. Why? I don't know. Um, hopes and dreams dashed, ruined. I said, okay. "Call me in a year." <laughs> have you thought about going to the show next year and signing up? Yeah, I am now. You're okay. <laughs> I'm gonna. Now you're I'm gonna and then when I win, I'm like, "Look, you owe me a year's worth of ten grand a month, guys. Come on." That's my story. Well, there we go. Better than your story. Mm, arguably. I had to get vaccinated during the week. Rabies? 
not rabies. I got a letter saying that uh, because I am turning 25 this month, I um, am very nearly going to be missing the chance of getting the free vaccination because you can only get it for free if you're under 25. So I was like... What is it? It was for like something about meningitis, something like that. Anyway, oh, so I'll be getting it soon then. Almost certainly. Okay. And um, I was just like, you know what? I don't really fancy this, but obviously Laura being a trainee nurse was like, you're fucking having that. Yeah, so I had to get that. We talk about the show, the idiot parents who don't get their kids vaccinated. I've had all the big vaccinations, or so I thought, until I got there. Because I got there. there. And she's like... Is that your mum's one of these people, is she? (laughs) And she's like, well, here's your vaccination. But also, I've just had a look, and and you've actually missed one of them from when you were 13. So she had to load me up. But also, I mean... If they give you a vaccination when you're 13, they have to wait until you're 25 to get the next one. It's not the same vaccination. Surely, different oh, right. vaccination. In my head, it was like uh, uh, an a overload. Booster. Yeah, a you've, had, you've had like seven years of uh, vaccinations <laughs> too soon. It's like, you know, so I get the actual overdose. disease. Yeah. <laughs> so I just get like or, fucking or seven year old out of date. But they go to a cupboard that says Ben Catamol 2008. <laughs> she gets it out. She like sort of blows on it and it, it's dust comes on it. <laughs> And she tries to reject you, but it comes out like a solid. (laughs) It just starts clogging up my veins. I'm just like, yeah, I feel really healthy now. So uh, as soon as I walked in there, her eyes were just mentally undressing me. I mean, she wanted me. And then when I said... And then the doctor walked in, and he said... (laughs) And then obviously, you know, because you uh, have to have it in like the sort of top top of your arm. Oh, Um, you've got some um, good arms. Because my arms are so thick with two C's I couldn't actually roll my work shirt up there so I had to take my shirt off oh, again know. she was loving it she was loving but it but she would have seen the tribal tattoo and would have been instantly <laughs> possibly that was done by like Stevie Wonder or something <laughs> no offence that's fine <laughs> and uh, yeah so I had two vaccinations you know what it didn't hurt at the time but afterwards, they've been very sore, and they're still sore now. And I got Aww. that on Wednesday, Aww. and today is Monday. Oh, Dylan. Do you want a cuddle? Yes, I do want a cuddle. Not from you. Fucking asked you one simple question. Why are there lots of holes in your shirt? I've only just noticed that. Um, I think it's fashion, mate. Is it fashion? I wouldn't know. It's not even my top. <laughs> Whose top is it? My wife's. Okay. Can you please ask her why there's loads of holes in it? I could. I think it's air holes. It's almost like she's been shot with a shotgun. Because <laughs> there's, like, right there's like eight sets of holes, and there's just and they're all like sort of grouped together. Nine. You need to know. And they're all sort of like sort of grouped together, like you've been shot at close range with a shotgun. Maybe I have. No, I was speaking to Laura the other day. Oh, good. And, it's about um, time you spoke to her. <laughs> because we were watching um, a film called A Quiet Place. Have you heard of this film? Oh uh, yes, I haven't watched it. Okay, no. basically it's a film, and there are monsters. And basically, they're blind, but they've got very good hearing, right? So if you speak or make any noise, they're on you in like a flash and they kill you. you. They're going to get you. They're going to get you. And there was a scene in this film where a woman has to give birth silently. Yeah. Because there's a monster in her house, and she's also heavily pregnant. Her water breaks. It's very tense. Very good scene. Yeah. And I was just like, you know what? If you absolutely had to give birth in silence because there was a monster there you'd do it wouldn't you? it'll be quite easy and she was like i don't know if it would be easy and then she said to me if you She's got ki- no she said to me if you got kicked in the balls could you react silently to that and i was like that's a fucking good question so imagine we're in that film oh, did you test it no oh. imagine we're in that film all yeah. right there's a monster 
that has got really good hearing, it's walking about, it can't see us, right? We have to stay completely still. If you kick me as hard as you can in the balls, am I going to scream or make any noise or or could I possibly hold it in? See, and I was like, you know what? I don't know that. See, I, I genuinely don't know. The noise of me kicking you. Anything as loud as like speaking. You kind of like the kicking me in the balls probably won't make that much noise on the impact. It's more like me going, oh, my balls. <laughs> or however you react to the kitchen um, balls. What could you do that, do you reckon? Or you would scream, then be immediately killed by the monster. I think that. I think that I would scream even if I was kicking you in the balls. <laughs> Why would you scream? Scary, isn't it? I've said this before. If I'm in a scary film like that, I'm not gonna last. It's too <laughs> stressful. Right? I'd just be like, <laughs> and be done with it. My question is Go out in style. My question is I've got two questions. Okay. okay. <laughs> I've got two questions. You've already got two questions. Right. One. I've got three questions. <laughs> one. Doesn't the baby scream when it's born? How can you silence a newborn baby? That's a good Mine's question. nine months old. I can't get the shut up. <laughs> right. Good question. Secondly, in a world full of disaster like they are right now, why are two people shagging? Or if they need to shag, wrap it up. But I suppose also they'd have to shag in complete silence. Yeah. So that could have been fun. Okay. Second part of question. How do they? How do they? Yeah. Okay. How can you, sh- how can you what is it more difficult to shag in silence? How does how do you keep a newborn baby? What happened in the film? Right, tell you can right spoiler alert. What happens in the film when she gives birth? Then I think it's something like they have like a soundproof room, but she's not in that when she gives birth. What a fucking idiot! <laughs> Why also, not? It is also a very good point. What is more difficult? To give birth in silence, to be kicked in the ball in silence, or to have sex. Or to get aroused. (laughs) I might try it later. You're going to get aroused silence. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm so sorry, Cassie, for for introducing this question, if you're listening. All right, this film sounds stupid. It sounds really good, but they're my questions. (laughs) Make your mind up. If the person who wrote the film was listening, which I highly recommend he... Which I highly think he is. Or she. What the fuck? Answer my questions. Email in. We're gonna do. Would you rather now? A year with no ears, a laugh with no spleen. There's no option in between. Binary choice is what we're after. This part is called Would You Rather. Okay, Jason. Ben, would you rather be in charge of Brexit or be unemployed forever? Be the Brexit secretary for? Okay, seeing as. Most of our past Brexit secretaries are only in the job for about two years before they do a terrible job and then get fired. Would you rather do that and be under the scrutiny of the public eye, but then after two years or whatever, you then get fired? You're set for life though, aren't you? Are you set for life though? But then, you know, for that two years, you are being scrutinised in the papers and stuff. Or would you rather just fly under the radar, be unemployed for the rest of your life? I I would take the hit. I would I'd do the Brexit. Thing. I think I would do that as well. Um, because I'd just do it for a laugh. <laughs> you know, like um, how Gareth Southgate got the England job, where it's like <laughs> we know he's not qualified, we know he's not that good of a manager, but fuck it, let's do it anyway. And he ended up doing all right. He did. I feel like that would be us if we were put in charge of Brexit. We know they're not qualified. We know they're not good enough. They're just two normal guys. But fuck it. What's the worst that can happen? And I reckon if me and you were in charge, we'd just sack it off. We just be like, don't worry about it. Just it, it, it can't be done, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. we just had a look at the books. It actually can't be done. It can't be done, you know. Cool. This, sorry for wasted the last, you know. Three we spent years. the whole morning looking at stuff. 
and we think it can't be done. 9am, we're hired. 10am, we announce a press conference. 12 o'clock, we say it can't be done. Yeah. That's, that's... 5 o'clock, done. dinner. <laughs> drinks. Leaving drinks. Right? So... At the Winchester. <laughs> Should let it all 10. blow over. In number 10. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you'd rather be Brexit. I'd rather be in charge of Brexit that's because good, fucking enough. hell, you know. I think, let's, if we look at this logically... Terry, I mean, from you definitely London. should. Terry, who's sixty from London, who has a British bulldog tattooed on one arm and an England flag tattooed on the other, knows how to do it. So if he knows how to do it, <laughs> we can do we it. We can do it. Good, I agree. But we'll just sack it off by midday, eleven o'clock. We'll have an early lunch in the pub by five. Right. Moving on to the next question. Are we inviting Boris? No, <laughs> I'm not talking about this question anymore. Oh, I look forward to it. I think we should do it. Okay. Next question. Hashtag sweet connection for Brexit. Shave your whole body daily, okay. or never shave anything again. Oh. That includes no haircuts. I tell you so what. So you've recently started growing a beard. Also, I know. I'm not sure if, if you've noticed. I've recently started. Growing I, a beard I saw as well. that earlier, and I was going to bring it up. It's much smaller um, than your beard. I think if you'd have asked me three weeks ago, I would have said shave it all off every day. But ever since my barber said, "No, you can grow a beard. You're just not you've been looking after it properly." It isn't just facial hair. It's the, it's the hair on your head. It's any, oh. any other body hair. So, you, so you're going to have to oh. never cut your hair again. Never do manscaping again if you do that. I'm not, let, let, let's not get ben, into what you, do, do. what you do manscaping. I get my eyebrows threaded, mate. Okay, and none of that either as well. Or shave everything. So shave your face, shave your head, shave your armpits. Do so I have to be hairless? I can't. Hairless, yeah. I can't, I can't be bald. Bald? Bald? I can't be bald, bald because I look like a fucking peanut. <laughs> but then I can't have a monobrow. Yes, and you'd have long hair as well. And I can't shave my bum. Do you shave? Oh, that's I'm not, I'm not even going to ask that question. So, what do you do? I mean, for me, it's obvious. I just shave daily because I can definitely pull off the bald look. I'm going to have to say I'll keep all my hair. Really? Yeah, yeah and then I just have to like comb my eyebrows or something. <laughs> Joe, I made sure I get my eyebrows threaded. When I last got it done... Why does he want to bring this up? It's, just cause it's a funny story. When I last got it done, I also had a, had a massage as well, right? And <laughs> I was lying on the table getting my eyebrows threaded. And it was, it, was, it was 30 seconds of silence since it was started. And the lady doing it just come out, out of nowhere goes, um, Oh, don't worry about it. I do my brother's eyebrows all the time. And I was just sort of like, I'm not worried. <laughs> should I be worried? I think you should why, be worried. Why should I be worried? And I then, think I think they're the reason she has like, tried to do damage control there. Because you know, you shouldn't be worried. Like she must have been like, God, I can't believe this guy's getting his eyebrows done. What a fucking loser. But don't worry, I do it to my brother as well. She must have that conversation. He's also a fucking there. loser, by the way, my brother. Yeah, we um, know he is, mate. Okay, next one. Yeah, sorry. Um, would you rather punch an old woman in the face on television or okay. be punched in the face by a man in private? So... Again, do you want to be known as the person who punched an old lady in the face on live TV, or would you rather quietly be punched by a normal man in the face in the privacy of your own home? What's, so, what's, he, what's he doing in my house? He's just there to punch you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> why am I on TV to punch a lady? Um, oh, that's a good question. <laughs> Let's say it's a new game show. <laughs> and then it's, yeah, what would you do for money? That's what we yes. call it. Oh shit, write this shit down. We've got <laughs> a TV program idea. Um, How much is it going to take for you to haymaker this old lady? Um, <laughs> I, I don't think I can do it. I, I'm not. I, I don't think I've ever thrown a punch so in my So you'd life. be punched in the face yeah, by yeah. the man and just, take, let's be take, honest, and just take the like black eye or I broken I love sympathy, nose. don't I? You do love sympathy. If anything, that would actually help you. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'd be punched in the face because I, I fucking run the shit out of being sim- having the sympathy. And no. I couldn't punch Doris in the face. I've named her now, so I can't <laughs> punch her in the face. I think I would punch Doris in the face. I think that would be for good. For money. For money. Ah. See, I don't think I've ever thrown is a it, punch Is it worse if you do it for money? Is it better if you do it for pleasure? I think, <laughs> I think if you're on a game show and it's like, I don't know, a couple of grand or something, or a couple of hundred quid, you can sort of get away with it. But like, if it's for a caravan. Money. But imagine if you put <laughs> a speedboat. Or in the sound micro. Um, but imagine if the old lady died or something. If you punched uh, an old proud lady, even if you're not particularly good at punching, you definitely break her jaw. You might break parts of her, her like, hip. sockets. Her hip. How would it break her hip? Well, she might fall. I mean, yeah, to be fair. And if she does fall. fall, then you have to leave on the ground. Or wait for an hour. I think it's actually more... Em- like 45 minutes. I think it's actually more embarrassing if she didn't fall over. Imagine if you, that. If or she cracked your back. If she just took it like a champ. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Is that what you fucking got, mate? Um, now I'd be punched in private because, as I said, I love sympathy. And I'd milk it for days. Okay, good. Well, I think we're going to end the show with an email that we got. Very Ooh. short one. It says, I can't um, wait for this. "Hello, sweet connection. Just wanted to say, great to have you back. It was a good show last week. Brackets, even the clock story. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> from Raj. <laughs> oh, Raj, you legend. So there we we're, go. We're happy so we're to be g- back. Um, but if you want to pay us, Raj, then we'll stay. We're going to end the show on that note and say thank you all for listening. We'll be with you probably in a fortnight's time. Bye, Raj. Fuck you, Raj. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> so, Jason, where can you get more Sweet Connection in your life? Well, Ben, we are on Facebook at Sweet Connection Podcast, and we're also on Twitter at Sweet C underscore Podcast. So you can give us a like or a follow. And you can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and Podbean. So if you enjoyed the show, you can give us a rating or a review or recommend to a friend. And if you wanted to email in a topic or a question or just say hi, it's the Sweet Connection at Outlook.com. And if you like this show, you should definitely check out all the other amazing podcasts on the No Please Don't Network. Visit www.nopleasedontpodcast.com. Massive thanks to Kip and Carlisle Lawrence for all of our jingles. Thank you for listening and catch you next time. Sweet connection.